Welcome to the Listings Lab podcast with Jessla Nouvelle, founder of the Listings Lab and best-selling author of More Money, Less Hustle, becoming the seven-figure real estate agent. Are you ready to learn how to scale your real estate business from six to seven figures and create unlimited scalability and financial freedom in the process? It's time to take back your life and avoid the oh-so-common realtor burnout. Learn techniques and strategies to help you build relationships at scale and create a business full of clients you love with systems that give you the freedom to live your life. It's time to put aside the old school tactics and embrace a new way of business where you can have predictability in everything that you do. Let's get into it. This is Karen. Say hi to Karen. Karen is amazing. So today what we're going to talk about is a little bit on the trend of what we've been talking about the last couple of interviews, but I think that Karen has a little bit of a different spin. You were pretty terrified in the beginning. (laughs) Of the personal stuff, yes. So I want to talk about that a little bit too today. Do you want to just give a quick rundown of like who you are, where you are, all those things? I'm Karen Gatos. I work in Metro Detroit, Michigan, and I'm in my fifth year of real estate. And I have never subscribed to the normal trainings that they give you. None of it made sense to me. It was all, it just seemed like smoke and mirrors and Jess is my savior. (laughs) She started showing up in my feed and I'm like, who is this chick? She's saying everything I like. And, and then you didn't show up for a couple of days in my feed and I hunted you down. I'm like, you stop sending me things. Where are you? Yeah. (laughs) so funny. She's like, did I lose you? Like what happened? Yeah. She noticed, which is amazing. Yep. But today we're going to talk about a couple of things around being scared to be vulnerable, showing up and like what that's done for your business and really the choice that everybody has between, you know, cold lead generation and like what the kind of life that that provides. And then also, you know, doing things our way, which is basically just being us, being yourself, yeah. creating an online, yeah. a real online presence. Yeah. So um, talk to me a little bit about like, what was the thing that was like the most terrifying for you? The first time I had to hit send on a, okay. So it's my, it's my business page. That was my hangup. Like to send okay. something about my personal life on my business page. The first time I had to do that, I just about died. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. My my <laughs> my heart was beating out of my chest. I was so afraid of being judged and what people would think. Why is she talking about family on her business page? Like the whole thing just kind of scared me. You know, and I come from a very stodgy background. I worked for um, a, <laughs> the University of Michigan Business School and for a major law firm. And then most recently I was in wealth management. So I've always come from these stodgy backgrounds where marketing was kind of taboo to begin with. And then certainly talking about your personal life on a business page would have been like unheard of. (laughs) So it was really scary. That was really scary for me to open up and be myself and let people in. And I remember we had like a couple like mini little therapy sessions on our, on our calls where you were just like, really like, do I have to like, what, what are people going to say? And I think that fear of judgment is, mm-hmm. it holds, it holds a lot of people back. And like, you know, yeah. when you go through the beginning of the program and we go through the seven deadly sins of the listing club, yes. right? Like yours wasn't perfectionism. Yours wasn't like, you didn't have like the normal, the, the normal fears or the normal things that came up for you. It was or the common ones. I'm not going to say normal. No, I hear you. <laughs> the common ones. And like the thing that really like came up for you was just, what are people going to think? Yep. yep. And so you did it. I did. 
you have to because the whole the whole thing of your program is in order for people to do business with you, they have to like you, trust you, and relate to you. Yeah. And so the only way I can get people to do that is to let them know who I really am. Yeah. And so how is somebody going to relate to me if they don't know anything about my life or about my thought process or about my feelings? Like, how are they ever going to relate to me? Or, you know, the, the different types of content will build the trust. But in order to get them to like me and relate to me, I had to open up. Yeah. Yeah. And so... It doesn't, I, I don't want to say it gets easier because it doesn't necessarily get easier, but you just, you, your mind, you, you shift when you see the results of it. Like yeah. for instance, I was at last year, I was at my high school reunion and there were people that I can't even tell you how many people said, I love the stuff you're posting on social media. People would come up to me and start talking to me about a story that I wrote as if we had talked about it before they felt that close to me, even though I hadn't talked to this person you're, in 20 years. You're not a stranger from 20 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So like that kind of helped. I mean, I did get a few deals out of it at just from going to my high school reunion and people engaging with me about what I was posting. Amazing. Um, yeah, it's amazing. And I think also it helped me because it's kind of hard to try to be perfect on social media. Oh my gosh. No, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. Like you, you can't, it's so much better to just be me. Like it's okay to let people see me even on my business page. Like if you would have told me two years ago that I would be showing up on camera with my hair on a ponytail and a baseball hat on talking <laughs> about how to, how to win the deal. There'd be no, I would be like, no, I'm going to be in a suit. I'm going to have my hair perfect. I'm going to have my wing liner going. Like I'm going to be on point. <laughs> nope. Not anymore. I just, if I'm in my backyard playing with my kid, I just flip the camera around. I don't care what I look like anymore. Well, because and I, think that that, I said this yesterday and I think that this is so true. Confidence is, is not the prerequisite. It's the reward. Yes. Right. You don't yes. get to be confident before you do the thing. Nobody is. Right. Yeah. And you did it. And, yeah. you know, let's talk a little bit about like the choice that you made. Cause I know that like coming into the program, you had been in the business for like what, three or four years at that point. Tell me a little bit about like what the choice between like the cold legion stuff mm -hmm. and that, that, you know, everybody was telling you that you needed to do. And then, you know, that, that I basically the choice for you was, do I go to the, like, go the cold legion route? Do I go the chasing route or do I get over it? And do I just like show up and be, be vulnerable and build an online presence? Yeah, I, well, the thing for me is that I wasn't doing it. I wasn't doing the other way. So it yeah. was just my personal network. All of my deals were coming from my personal network. And so I had, in order to sustain this business, I had to have another way of getting business. Yeah. And so, and so I, you know, I really was at a loss as to what I was going to do. I was starting to do events, client events, thinking that, you know, that would build my referral network. That would, that was, I had, I was doing drop buys, like mm -hmm. on people's porches, like with little gifts. And I was trying everything I could to not do, to just not pick up the call and bug people on the phone. Like to me, yeah. that's just crazy. Yeah. And um, so when when you, I'm an English major, so I do like to write. So it kind of was, okay, I can do this. I can create content online and let people get to know me. I can do this. But then once I got into your program, um, I was being told, no, I need details up. Cause I would, I was trying to like gloss over all the personal stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. Just making statements. Like I learned this. Well, 
Tell us how you learned that. Tell us, give us the detail, give us the dirt. Like, how did this really happen? What happened in your life? I'm like, what? I have to talk about infertility. I have to talk. What? Like, it was crazy. (laughs) No, but I mean, it was the right thing. I was being pushed to do the right thing. It's not going to just making a statement about something. I learned that I can't do this if I want to do this. Doesn't mean anything to anybody unless I tell them how I learned it what I went through to get to this realization. Like yeah. that's the kind of stuff where they, you guys were pulling out the detail from me. And I think that's where I realized, okay, this isn't going to be as easy as I thought, but it really, really, really was worth it. It was the right thing. I'm so glad that I was pushed. And I think, you know, whenever we talk about like storytelling, we're all guilty of that. We all want to gloss over and just get yeah. to the point because we think that that's what people want. People want the point, but people yeah. are not emotionally invested and are not, stories right. are not interesting if right. you just get to the point. Like think about like watching Harry Potter or like reading Harry Potter. Imagine if we just got to the point, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be invested in anything in the story. And right. it's the same thing with content. Like people want to yeah. be invested in yeah. the human and then they want to know what happened. Right. Yeah. I mean, the personal stories where you actually tell a story from start to finish, those are the stories you'll get a hundred likes, you'll get 150 likes. You know, if you post, a, if I post informational topics, like informational content, I might get 10 likes. Like there's a huge difference in how people respond to your personal stories. And it's a hundred percent, like you can walk in the door as a stranger who has to sell something. Or you can walk in the door as someone who like everybody feels like they, like they already know. Right. You know, most of my deals this year have been with people that I only got to know from this program, from my ads or from my content. And it's, it's, they already look at me like I'm the expert. I'm Mm -hmm. not trying to prove myself. Yeah. And it's been a huge difference. And they get to know you as like, not only Karen, the realtor, but also right. Karen, the soccer mom. <laughs> I know it's true. I can't tell you how many people ask me how his team's doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's true. Like, it's true. Like, even of me, like I follow your content and I feel like I'm up to date. Yeah. You know, and it, it, like I feel constantly connected to yeah. what you're doing. And even if we don't talk right. for a month, yes, it's still like, oh, it's no problem. Cause we're still up to date on each other. Right. Yeah. Through the content, and, through social media. Yeah. And there's something else that I learned from your program is that, you know, which I knew before, but I never related it to my business was that people make decisions based on emotion. Mm. And so if you're not evoking any emotion in your content, then the chances of them feeling connected to you goes down. So you really need to, if you don't open yourself up and share things about you, they're never going to have that connection. They're never going to have that emotional reaction. Well, and that's the thing is like decisions are made emotionally first mm-hmm. and then they're backed up with rational thought. So you have to, yeah. you, have, you actually have to fill both buckets yes. for it, to, for it to be easy. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. And yes. I think that, you know, in real estate, like that's really what marketing is. Marketing is evoking, like there's a reason why. And I mean, I say this, you've, you've probably heard me say this before, but like Super Bowl commercials make you cry. Right. And it's because those are like the best, most high budget, most detailed commercials ever because they're a billion dollars to run a, a, and they know that in order to get results and to have an ROI from that huge investment, Mm -hmm. there has to be an emotional response from, from the audience. Absolutely. And, you know, I I always think if you think about reality shows and how popular they are and how mad people get when they find out it wasn't real, if they find out it was scripted. And it was fake. 
because they I were mean, invested. Yeah, it's yeah. So it's like that's the thing. Like you, you really online need to show up as you in order to be an effective marketer. You have to be legitimately you. And I think that a, some of that also comes down, like there's walls that have to be broken down, right? Yes. And yes. I re, like I remember, and we joke around all the time about like my the way that I was like early in my real estate career when I first started, mm-hmm. you feel like you have to fit this mold of the realtor. Yeah. Right. You have to constantly be like, look perfect, like a glamour shot. You have to look like yeah. the image on your business card. You have yep. to, you know, and like, that's how you have to be every time you show up online. And like, that's so unrelatable. And also like for a normal audience, that's incredibly boring. I agree. It is. Yeah, totally. And I wish I would have seen that sooner, but I'm so glad I found you guys to like smack me in some sun. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, you didn't find me. I found you. Yeah. You found me. Yeah. <laughs> I chased you around in your newsfeed for a little while, <laughs> but you know, I think that, you know, that, that, that element of, you know, consistency as well. Yes. Right. And, and like, that's really where I think a lot of people miss, but yeah, yeah, you have like, to show up. You have to show up. Yeah. You have to show up. And I think if, you know, and you noticed for me, like, I don't know what happened. Maybe you like, I don't know, you finished my funnel or something for a little yeah. while, but yeah. like when I wasn't there in your newsfeed, you noticed. Yeah, I did. And that consistency is also really important. I have a couple of people that I follow and if they don't story for a couple of days, not only do I notice and kind of miss them, mm-hmm. but I'm also like very, one of them is a good friend of mine. So I'll actually send her a message. I'm like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, where are you? Right. Right. Yep. And, and, and I think that like that emotional investment and that like note that, that element of noticing. Yeah. The other thing with the personal content that I think is really important for people to know. And again, this is a repeated message, but people only move every three to seven years, let's say. Yeah. You have to give them a reason to follow you the rest of the time. It's so true. You're absolutely right. Like, and it's, it's done wonders for my business that way. Like, I feel like it's really taken away a lot of that worry about not touching my database enough. Yeah. Because I've been able to, everybody that I work with that I like, I, we friend each other and then they follow me or they like my business page. And, and I feel like I, I seriously, they, they comment, they, they message me, they text me because I'm constantly showing up for them. Yeah. So like, it's like, we're still buddies, even though our deal has been over for a year, they still text me and talk to me. Because well, that's, it, it, that's the intimacy part, right? Like yeah, that's where yeah. the connection actually is. And people, it's you're, it's not just like you served a purpose. It's like, no, like this is, a, this is someone who like I'm actually invested in and is my friend or, yes. you know, I have a relationship with. Yes. And that's like, this is a relationship-based business. For sure. And, you know, you want people, even if they haven't ever worked with you yet, to feel like they're building that relationship with you. And that's why I, I talk about like relationships at scale, yeah. right? You feel like they're already they're like they feel invested in you and you're their realtor. Yeah. Even if they haven't moved or used you or. I, I can't tell you how true that is. The other day, there's like, there's a young guy who runs a business here providing technical soccer training to um, very serious soccer players in the area. My son sees him and I can't tell you how many times he's already told me I read every word you write on social media. He's like, I have learned so much from you. By the time I'm ready to buy a house, I could probably do it myself and he jokes. But he's that, but he always says, of course I'm coming to you. There's nobody else I would go to. So like when he goes to buy his first house, I know that he's going to contact me because he's reading every word that I write and he's commenting on it. hundred percent. And if like, let's say his friend or his mom or his cousin yes. or something like that yes. said, oh, hey, you know, like at Thanksgiving dinner, yes. 
I'm thinking about, you know, moving or we're thinking about selling the house or whatever, yeah. he's going to advocate for you. Yep, for sure. Yeah. And another thing to, I know that a lot of people are worried that people are not going to like them if they post a certain opinion of something mm-hmm. or they're not going to like the way you think about a certain topic or whatever, or they think it's inappropriate that you shared it or whatever. People are all, all over the board. I think the thing that's helped me with this program is to realize that who cares about them? Mm-hmm. Because I'm trying to attract the people who will like it. Yeah. Because I want to work with those people. Those yeah. are the people I actually want. So I had to let go of that fear. If somebody else doesn't like it, oh, well, what is, who cares? And that fear never really entirely goes away. It doesn't completely go away, but you, but you, but now I have the tools to talk myself yeah. through it. Yeah. I still have it. Every once in a while, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is going to rub, this is going to ruffle some feathers. Yeah. And just kind of like, again, like talking yourself through it. Like I, every single tool that is in that program are tools that I use <laughs> still. Right. right. And, and yeah. so sometimes you do, you have to talk yourself through it and just say, Hey, you know what? Yeah do I want to speak to, try to speak to everyone and really reach no one? Right. Or do I really want to just like attract and build that tribe of people who are my people? Correct. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I think you're the only person out there teaching this <laughs> to real estate agents. Maybe. Yeah. I know. So I, yeah, I, I'm anybody that hasn't joined your program yet, they really should consider it. I mean, I can't say enough about it. I, it's, it's changed everything. It's made me feel kind of like a whole person. I don't have like my business side and my personal side. It's kind of one now. Mm. It's, it's, it's a really like, it's so much more of a relaxed feeling. I, I don't have any hangups anymore about sharing anything and being a real person with my clients anymore. Like it's been a whole mind shift. Thanks for listening. To talk to our team about how The Listings Lab can help you grow your business, visit thelistingslab.com forward slash apply. If you enjoyed this episode, please give the podcast five stars on iTunes and help us to reach other agents who want to massively scale their business the modern way. And if you want more marketing and scalability strategies for your real estate business in between episodes, then join The Listings Lab Facebook group or follow Jess on Instagram at Jess Thanks again for tuning in, and we hope you'll join us next week.